0: This is Day 80, and I'm reading from the NIV version of the Bible, Numbers 34, Deuteronomy 33, and Psalm 120. Numbers 34. The Lord said to Moses, Command the Israelites and say to them, When you enter Canaan, the land that will be allotted to you as an inheritance is to have these boundaries. Your southern side will include some of the desert of Zin along the border of Edom, Your southern boundary will start in the east from the southern end of the Dead Sea. Cross south of Scorpion Pass. Continue on to Zin and go south of Kadesh Barnea. Then it will go to Hazar Adar and over to Asmon, where it will turn, join the Wadi of Egypt, and end at the Mediterranean Sea. Your western boundary will be the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. This will be your boundary on the west. For your northern boundary, run a line from the Mediterranean Sea to Mount Hor and from Mount Hor to Lebo Hamath. Then the boundary will go to Zadad and continue to Zifron and end at Hazar-Anon. This will be your boundary on the north. For your eastern boundary, run a line from Hazar-Anon to Shafam. The boundary will go down from Shafam to Riblah on the east side of Ain, and continue along the slope east of the Sea of Galilee. Then the boundary will go down along the Jordan and end at the Dead Sea. This will be your land with its boundaries on every side. Moses commanded the Israelites, "'Assign this land by lot as an inheritance. The Lord has ordered that it be given to the nine and a half tribes, because the families of the tribe of Reuben, the tribe of Gad, and half-tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance.'" These two and a half tribes have received their inheritance east of the Jordan, across from Jericho, toward the sunrise. The Lord said to Moses, "These are the names of the men who are assigned the land from you as an inheritance: Eleazar the priest and Joshua son of Nun. And appoint one leader from each tribe to help assign the land. These are their names: Caleb son of Jephunneh, from the tribe of Judah; Shemuel son of Emnehud, from the tribe of Simeon." Eladad, son of Kislon, from the tribe of Benjamin, Buki, son of Jogli, the leader from the tribe of Dan, Haniel, son of Ephod, the leader from the tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph, Chemuel, son of Shiftan, the leader from the tribe of Ephraim, son of Joseph, Elizaphan, son of Parnak, the leader from the tribe of Zebulun, Paltiel, son of Azan, the leader from the tribe of Issachar. Ahihud, son of Shalomi, the leader from the tribe of Asher. Padahel, son of Amehut, the leader from the tribe of Naphtali. These are the men the Lord commanded to assign the inheritance to the Israelites in the land of Canaan. Deuteronomy 33. This is the blessing that Moses, the man of God, pronounced on the Israelites before his death. He said, The Lord came from Sinai and dawned over them from Seir. He shone forth from Mount Paran. He came with myriads of holy ones from the south, from his mountain slopes. Surely it is you who love the people. All the holy ones are in your hand. At your feet, they all bow down and from you receive instruction. The law that Moses gave us, the possession of the assembly of Jacob. He was king over Jeshurun when the leaders of the people assembled along with the tribes of Israel. Let Reuben live and not die nor his people be few. And this he said about Judah. Hear, Lord, the cry of Judah. Bring him to his people. With his own hands he defends his cause. O, oh, be his help against his foes. About Levi, he said, Your Thummim and Urim belong to your faithful servant. You tested him at Massah and contended with him at the water of Mirabah. He said of his father and mother, I have no regard from them. He did not recognize his brothers or acknowledge his own children, but he watched over your word and guarded your covenant. He teaches your precepts to Jacob and your law to Israel. He offers incense before you and whole burnt offerings on your altar. Bless all his skills, Lord, and be pleased with the work of his hands. Strike down those who rise against him, his foes till they rise no more. About Benjamin, he said, let the beloved of the Lord rest secure in him. For he shields him all day long, and the one the Lord loves rests between his shoulders. About Joseph, he said, May the Lord bless his land with the precious dew from heaven above and with the deep waters that lie below, with the best the sun brings forth and the finest the moon can yield, with the choicest gift of the ancient mountains and the fruitfulness of the everlasting hills. With the best gifts of the earth and its fullness, and the favor of him who dwelt in the burning bush, let all these rest on the head of Joseph, on the brow of the prince among his brothers. In majesty he is like a firstborn bull. His horns are the horns of a wild ox. With them he will gore the nations, even those at the ends of the earth. Such are the tens of thousands of Ephraim. Such are the thousands of Manasseh. About Zebulun, he said, rejoice, Zebulun, in your going out. And you, Issachar, in your tents, they will summon peoples to the mountains and there offer the sacrifices of the righteous. They will feast on the abundance of the seas, on the treasures hidden in the sand. About Gad, he said, blessed is he who enlarges Gad's domain. Gad lived there like a lion, tearing at arm or head. He chose the best land for himself. The leader's portion was kept for him. When the heads of the people assembled, he carried out the Lord's righteous will and his judgments concerning Israel. About Dan, he said, Dan is a lion cub, spring out of Bashan. About Naphtali, he said, Naphtali is abounding with the favor of the Lord and is full of his blessing. He will inherit southward to the lake. About Asher, he said, "'Most blessed of sons is Asher. "'Let him be favored by his brothers "'and let him bathe his feet in oil. "'The bolts of your gates will be iron and bronze "'and your strength will equal your days. "'There is no one like the God of Jephsharon "'who rides across the heavens to help you "'on the clouds of his majesty. "'The eternal God is your refuge "'and underneath are the everlasting arms. "'He will drive out your enemies before you, "'saying, destroy them, "'so Israel will live in safety.'" Jacob will dwell secure in a land of grain and new wine, where the heavens drop dew. Blessed are you, Israel, who is like you, a people saved by the Lord. He is your shield and helper and your glorious sword. Your enemies will cower before you, and you will tread on their heights. Psalm 120 I call on the Lord in my distress, and he answers me. Save me, Lord, from lying lips and from deceitful tongues. What will he do to you, and what more besides your your deceitful tongue? He will punish you with a warrior's sharp arrows, with burning coals of the broom bush. Woe to me that I dwell in Meshach, that I live among the tents of Kadar. Too long have I lived among those who hate peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war." So this first chapter that we're talking about in Numbers 34 is all about the land. This is so interesting because ownership of land is such an important principle for nations and many individuals, particularly in more capitalistic societies where individual ownership is highly valued. Dr. Reynolds points out that the book of Numbers always describes the land as something that the Lord gives. It reminds me so much of the common misconception that we earn or deserve the land like we earn or deserve blessings, but that's not how it goes. But really, it's part of the blessing, and we are to use it as representative stewards to bless others and put God on display, taking part in creation and community care and the way God has been editing, proscribing, and prescribing to do this, don't do that, or to do this in a certain way. These edits give us more clarity and a sense of who God is and what his character looks like in the way he's calling his people to, for example, be generous, inclusive, care for the vulnerable, and vigilant to avoid drift, guarding our hearts, leaning into God in gratitude with a whole heart of praise, reading his word, and obeying with all of our strength. The land is inheritance. And did you notice that even the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half of the Manasseh tribe that were not going into the promised land to live, their land was also called the Lord's inheritance. But interestingly, Dr. Reynolds points out how it's not described as the whole. Also note that Levites do not get the same type of inheritance. So it seems they live in this place of land called Cities of Refuge, which is really interesting. This points back to Exodus, where we read about a city of refuge where someone who accidentally killed someone could flee. This was to create a cooling period and to prevent more intentional killing, murder, like avenging or, in quotes, honor retaliatory killing. There is this reminder that accidental killing is different than premeditated or passion killing. Remember, there was before God, priests, and judges, this due process which required evidence and more than one witness were to be brought to this decision-making, sorting out of complicated things like murder and killing. And Deuteronomy 33 is Moses' blessing before he dies. It echoes back to Jacob's blessing to his sons in Genesis 49. His sons were the beginning of the 12 tribes of Israel. The transition is about to take place where Joshua will take leadership and Moses who is stated had still had good vision which seems to be like also mental clarity to the end a man of God and he dies we get the sense as Deuteronomy is coming to an uncomfortable and seemingly unfinished end that Israel's continued acts of rebellion with the inheritance and promise coming to fruition in full view. With this part of the story on, we also heard about curses and this song and the death of Moses, which leaves us feeling like a bit torn. But even still, through it all, we fix our eyes on Jesus. This story, like the rest of the book, the story in all capitals, God still keeps his promises, and there's this ongoing reminder of God's relentless grace, this arc of his total victory over the adversary being painted. God will prevail. Okay, tomorrow is our last day in Numbers and Deuteronomy. I'll also do a book recap and summarize where we are in the bigger, unified story of the Bible.